Good morning, good morning. This is Brenda Esh and Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life, meaning everyday wisdom. <clears throat> and as we have said many times, we're now focusing on what we call value-centered relationships, which just means each moment's interaction being valuable, being based on something beautiful, our aliveness, our truth. It's taking our Zen wisdom for everyday life and planting it in our relationships. Well, how beautiful is that? You know, <clears throat> we hear so much news of so many things going on and horrific things. Some of them are, some of them are wonderful things, but right now the news seems skewed to losses and, and to many, many meaningless, that's the word, random, meaningless destruction, behavior, actions, actions that tear away at the fabric of our lives. And we have to look, look, look much more deeply. What what is the fabric of our life? What is it constituted of? What makes a day a beautiful day? What makes an interaction <clears throat> a meaningful, beautiful interaction? It could just happen in a moment. It could just last a few moments, but our whole day turns around. This is a very important question or Zen koan. Very, very, very vital and central to our time here in this world. <clears throat> and to everybody looking for different solutions, how to create this, how to stop that. And the human mind cannot do that. It will create a whole bunch of solutions and then more problems just arise out of those solutions if these are just mentally fabricated solutions. I think this, let's try it, I think that. But somehow a very solid, beautiful, eternal, infallible response can come from a different part of ourselves. It's not the thinking mind, never is. <clears throat> you know, the thinking mind can also be called the monkey mind, which is called in some Zen literature. And it's just the mind that chatters on and on, fears this, wants that, criticizes this, praises that. It's th that's that part of us that doesn't stop, doesn't end, goes on and on in the background approving, disapproving, longing, rejecting. It goes on and on and takes charge, unfortunately, of most of our lives. And it will, if we allow it, free reign. It will, that part of ourselves, that mind. Very despairing, very hopeful. One moment, very mean, very the next, very good. And you know, the thing about it is, it's not aware of itself. It just runs on automatic just runs as if you've left a radio station on, turned on the radio, <clears throat> and you left the dial on and don't know how to shut it off. <clears throat> you can't change the station. <clears throat> Excuse me, you can't change the station. So you're stuck with whatever station happens to be playing, and on and on it goes. And in Zen practice, we learn how to shut the radio off or change the dial to another station. <clears throat> to a station that has a different, different, different focus, different intent, 
different messages, or maybe no message, maybe a station that has very beautiful music that takes you into not this mental chaos, but into a deeper part of yourself. Of course, someday we learn how to just turn off the radio. Wow. <laughs> you know, most of us are afraid to turn off the radio because, well, well, how will I know what's happening if I don't listen to the radio? It'll be too quiet. I'll get scared. Where am I? Who am I? What's happening? These are all fantastic Zen koans. Who am I? Where am I? What's really happening? How do I pierce through this so-called disinformation or confusing radio stations with different messages? We're afraid to turn off the radio. We want that so-called stimulation. But it's not stimulation. It's noise. It's static. It's uproar. It's not real stimulation. We haven't learned what real stimulation is, how just in the silence, if you feel the breeze blowing, whoa, speak about stimulation, it just goes all through your body, it's delicious, it's beautiful, or feel the sun shining, or feel the glance of another, or you can even in the deep silence feel the need of another, you know, there's someone in my life who I've always loved very much, but there's been a kind of distance between us. And today in Zazen, sitting in the silence, which is the same thing as sitting in love. The silence and love are the same thing. <clears throat> sitting in a state of oneness, of openness, of being available to life as it is. But this feeling of really bubbled up in me of concern for him, love for him, wanting to reach out to him. I asked, I did, I reached out. I asked the person to forgive me for my negligence. You know, I was not aware of that negligence all this time until this morning in the silence. It all bubbled up and I became aware. Aware, that's the word aware of how much I cared about him, aware that there'd been something stopping that flow. You could call it negligence. You'd call it whatever you want. But I became aware. And then I could take action immediately, beneficial action, to correct that, to let him know. Now, that is very, very, very powerful and very necessary to really dwell upon that time with the radio turned off, with all the external messages of the world pouring through us, making us actually deranged in a way, causing us to block out so much that's important. And that comes from our own mind as well, the monkey mind as well, continues going on and on, deranged, blocking out so many important messages from within, so many truths, so many realities, goes on externally and internally. Except that that's the same thing, it's the same loop, whether it seems internal or external. Chaotic disinformation. So I would say one of the great, 
great and noble tasks. It's a task of our time especially is to quiet that quiet the radio. <laughs> if you can turn it off little by little, quiet, 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 and the mind. So the truth can come to you directly all by itself, and it will, and it does, and it's right within every single one of us. Nobody left out. Doesn't require any special education, any particular degrees or whatever you, whatever, labels, nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing, it's there, it's there. It's available for every single being, including including beings, even animals, insects even. I had a strange encounter with an insect the other day, and I knew that insect was aware as well and actually waiting to see what I would do. It was really startling. It was very moving. So let's go. How are we going to get in touch with this inner and infallible truth? Since we have not been trained to do so, it's there anyway. It's waiting anyway. <clears throat> and I think in a time of such chaos as we are now going through, this is actually a wonderful time in one way. It's a wonder because things are so impossible. We know, we all know, we have to try something different. The way we've been going is not working. We're being forced <clears throat> to quiet down to stop racing around, to listen for something new, different. And we can only listen in the silence because with all the noise, we can't hear anything. So we're being asked to make, to treasure something else, to treasure the silence, to be still, <clears throat> to be connected with our breathing is a nice way to begin and to end, to go on forever. Become aware. Aware is the word. Just become aware that you're breathing quietly. Pay attention to that. Become aware that you're taking a step in the morning. You know, when we become aware, when we give our attention to what's actually happening here and now, fully, fully, Feel that step on the floor. Be grateful. You will be grateful for it when you really feel it because it feels so good. But we don't even feel our feet on the floor or the feeling of our breath. <clears throat> we're, we're really planted in this chaotic mind. <clears throat> so as a way to take our attention and our energy away from the chaotic mind and radio station all around, we put it to something very simple. The feeling of our step on the floor. Oh my goodness. It could it feels good. It feels good. And we're taking our attention away from these endless monkey mind thoughts. You know, our attention, what we pay attention to is powerful. It's we what we give our we're giving our energy, our life force to whatever we pay attention to. And we have the ability to take it away from that which is destructive and harmful and put our attention on the simple realities of our life day by day. 
Now, that will seem very silly and meaningless, maybe, but it's not, <clears throat> because what is happening is it's quieting down the roaring, the static, and permitting you to enter a more and more silent place <clears throat> where the truth, with a moment of truth, can reveal itself to you directly. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Mm. Can reveal itself to you, the moment of truth. Something that needs to be heard. I needed to feel and hear how much I cared about this person this morning, and it came beautifully. And I was filled with the truth, and I was able to take an action upon it. Now, can you imagine if all of us together could hear our truths, how much we really cared for this one or that one, and took a moment to tell them, to express it, how the energies of the whole world would begin to shift. It would have to shift. It would shift. We wouldn't be giving our power, our attention, to negativity and chaos. What we give our attention to increases. Inevitably, that's how it works. So when we give our attention to that which is simple, beautiful, meaningful, and fundamentally harmonious, that's what will increase in our lives, in the consciousness at large, and in the lives of others. <clears throat> now, what I'm talking about isn't anything brand new. It's not. These are known facts. But what, I, what is would be new what is new in our lives is to actually do it, <laughs> to practice it, to make it real, to try it out. Listening to these talks is very good because it reminds us. They're good reminders. But to actually do it, that's a very important next step. You know what I think I want to do? I want to offer on Zoom an online workshop free of charge for anyone who wants to come and to offer a little workshop on this, on how to do this, how to sit, how to walk, <laughs> how to take away the energy from the chaos in our lives and to plant ourselves somewhere else. And I will. Next week I'll announce a time and everybody is welcome. I want so much to to share this. It seems to me that's so important now because what is shared in the news, whether it's true or not true on one level, or whether it's happening or not happening in consciousness, it can be changed, but, but not in the way we think. Not, but it can be altered. Peace can come. Harmony and truth are always available every single minute, and they can come to us and there's a way, let's, let's learn how to open the door to that. Now that is a value-centered relationship with ourselves, with life, with one another, centered in truth and in love and in real simplicity. We're not trying to be big, brilliant mavens and take over the world or big gurus or whatever. Some gurus are wonderful, some are not, but it doesn't matter, wonderful, not wonderful. The true guru, the true teacher, the true 
It's all inside each one of us. It's there. It's all around. It's available. Let's find how to make it available to everybody and to live it ourselves step by step. Step by step. You know, in this practice, I'll just share one more thing before I sign off for today. I remember when I really started years and years ago, something that really drew me and I couldn't leave after my teacher said this. It was a Tuesday afternoon, one of the very first afternoons I'd gone there. And he was there. There were very few people in the Zendo. And he said, in this practice, we're not asking you to believe anything. Just come and find out for yourself. Whoa. When I heard that, I thought, whoa. I was blown away. Find out for myself. I just had such relief fall off my shoulders. Felt so respected. So much space opened up for me in my life. It's okay to find out for myself. I can. Is that possible? Wow. What a thrilling, thrilling possibility here. And it's true. And he was right. All through the years, years, years. So I would like to offer that same invitation. It's not that he knew something brilliant or that I know something that you don't know. But let's all together find out for ourselves and support one another in moving along in that direction. Thank you for listening. This is Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life, Value-Centered Relationships. The URL is zenwisdomtoday.com. And my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And thank you for your wonderful emails and notes. And have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye.